decisively won many critical states, including massive victories in Florida, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. Okay, here we are again in the unusual position of not only interrupting the president of the United States, but correcting the president of the United States. There are no illegal votes that we know of. There has been no Trump victory that we know of. This is Michael Cohen, and you're listening to the Mea Culpa podcast. We're now into day four of this absolute shit show of an election. As of this recording, Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Georgia all remain too close to call. That said, the voting patterns and momentum in each of those states continues to favor Joe Biden. All that's left to do is simply be patient and allow the electoral process to work as it's intended. Yeah, fucking right. This is 2020, and Donald Trump is fighting for his political life, and most likely, his personal freedom. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. As we speak, swarms of lawyers, political operatives, tricksters, rat fuckers, and MAGA diehards are descending on each of those states to attempt to subvert the count and keep Mad King Donald alive on the table for just a few moments longer. No, actually, you're looking at behind me. That's Matt Schlapp. That's Rick and Matt Grinnell. Come with me, the former DNI. Come with me. Come with me. This is the Trump campaign press conference. Oops, sorry, kids. Come this way. Hey, Rick Grinnell, uh, we're live on MSNBC right now. Can you talk about the evidence? You're claiming thousands of illegitimate votes here in Nevada. What's the evidence? You should go in and ask the question of the clerk. No, 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 no. Which you haven't done yet. You guys just made the claim. No, in fact, you also said there's no election observers. There's Democratic and Republican election observers inside, Mr. Grinnell. Former DNI Grinnell, acting DNI. Where's the evidence of the fraud? You haven't presented any evidence of fraud. They presented no evidence of fraud, Craig. Uh, so we're live on MSNBC. You've said thousands of illegitimate ballots. Thousands of illegitimate ballots. Where are they? Where's the Matt Schlapp? Where are the illegitimate ballots? Where are the illegitimate ballots? Trump has vowed to go down fighting. And knowing him as well as I do, there is zero chance that he will concede. There's just no fucking way. As I've said before, they're going to have to drag him out of the White House on January 20th. In that vein, he will never acknowledge the legitimacy of this election. Philadelphia, unfortunately, and I say this about my own city, has a reputation for voter fraud. You have a reputation for dead people voting. We're going to go look at just how many dead people voted here. I didn't think we'd have to do that, but we will. And you have a reputation for people being bussed in from Camden voting here. Wouldn't be the first time that happened. But this goes way beyond any of that. Collecting this information, similar situation in Arizona, similar situation in Nevada, and a similar situation, what am I missing, John? Where are you? In, In Michigan, in Detroit, Michigan. What it says to me is this is a concerted effort of the crooks that run the Democrat Party. And you know these big city machines are crooked. You know that. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 100 years of one party rule leads to corruption of all kinds. In this posture, Trump is laying the groundwork for his future shadow presidency with Mar-a-Lago, serving as his base of operations, and Florida, the de facto capital of what I will now call Magistan. In many ways, Trump's probable electoral loss will still very much be a victory for Trumpism. Statistically, He had a much better night on November 3rd than he did in 2016. 
expanding his base by some 5 million voters. But one other thing I want to note, Jake, and I think this is an indication of where things are heading uh, and, and the mentality that is taking shape inside the Trump campaign. There are some aides and advisors who are starting to talk about the potential, not only that the president is going to lose this election, but that he may mount some sort of resurrection run in 2024. Uh, this possibility has been discussed, I'm told, inside the Trump campaign by some aides and advisors, and that some have even talked about it with the president himself. That obviously is, is something that's way off into the future, but it's an indication that they're starting to feel like perhaps they're running out of time inside the Trump campaign, Jake. This proves that Trump is not just some historical aberration meant to be wiped away. Instead, it's literally half the electorate. We had the chance on Tuesday to repudiate this man and everything he stands for by handing Joe Biden a decisive landslide. Instead, millions and millions of voters decided that they liked what they saw and doubled down on Donald Trump. In return, Donald Trump is doing what he does best by turning the crazy up to 11. Strike and 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 strike until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. Loud noises! His people are listening. In Detroit, MAGA extremists stormed a ballot counting location, demanding access to the officials and insisted that the counting be ended. In Arizona, one of Trump's closest congressional allies, Representative Paul Gosser, put out a call to action for red-blooded American patriots to attend a rally to protect our president at the Maricopa County Election Center. What is going on in this city? What are you hiding? Open up the doors, let us in, let us six feet away so that we can have a free and fair election. They came. In Nevada, a Trump supporter interrupted a registrar of voters' press conference by declaring the Biden crime family steals this election. Family stealing the election! The media's covering up! The Biden crime family steals this election! The media's covering up! The Biden crime family steals this election! The media's covering up! We want our freedom for the world! Give us our freedom, Joe Biden! Joe Biden's covering up this election! He's stealing that! And throughout the day, the Trump campaign peppered donors and supporters with text messages and emails asking for money to help fund what's erroneously called an attempt by Democrats to steal the election. Well, guess what? Nothing is stopped. The votes continue to be counted. I don't know what we're yelling about! But Trump is looking beyond this moment and six months into the future. He knows he's lost. It's the reason why nobody has seen him in over 24 hours. He cannot tolerate looking like a loser, especially on camera. To him, it's an infection, a disgusting wound, worse than herpes of the clap. Losing is a disease as contagious as bubonic plague. Attacking one, but infecting all. Losers are to be avoided at all costs. So he's locked himself up inside the West Wing and he's watching the walls close in on him as his path to victory gets narrowed state by state. This is no small thing either. Donald Trump requires the camera's attention the way normal people require oxygen to breathe. 
to hide himself away, ordering the vote to be stopped via Twitter, these are the desperate flailings of a loser. And I think it's terrible when we can't know the results of an election the night of the election in a modern day age of computer. I think it's a terrible thing. And that doesn't mean he won't fight like a bastard to turn things around, but in his heart, he knows it's over and he's pivoting to plan B, and that's Magistan. But to make that happen, it requires Trump to never concede the election while unleashing a vast conspiracy about the source of the votes. All of this coupled with a manufactured deep state plot to prevent a second Trump term must be planted in the minds of his followers. And that's the second term. Second term kicks off with firing Ray, firing Fauci. Now, I actually want to go a step farther, but I realize the president is a kind-hearted man and a good man. I'd actually like to go back to the old uh, times of Tudor England. I'd put the heads on pikes, right? I'd put them at the two corners of the White House as a warning to federal bureaucrats. You either get with the program or you're gone. And when it comes to propaganda and bullshit, Trump is driving the disinformation campaign through his own Twitter feed, barking in all caps, stop the vote. He then goes on to say, we have claimed Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina. Claim what, you fucking Cheeto-dusted Fuhrer? Pennsylvania is not Poland. Georgia is not the Sudetenland. You can't claim them. The best part of all this is that nobody who matters is listening. He can bark and growl and threaten all he wants, but the vote will continue to be counted until they're finished, and then they'll say who won. And that will be that. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to continue playing out his various electoral conspiracies, which state by state is simply too numerous to detail. This is all meant to obfuscate, distract, and delay. The longer he can maintain the illusion of victory with his artificial lead, the longer he can persist in his declarations of victory. See? Look at that television. It says I'm winning. So that means I won. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. He's trying to simultaneously keep the ball in play by keeping the states as too close to call while demanding that they either stop the vote or count the votes depending on if he's winning or losing in that particular state. The longer he does that, the longer he can maintain the posture of having won the election based on what the count was on Wednesday morning when he came out and declared victory. All of it is meant to bolster Trump's claim that the election was illegitimate and that he in fact should still be president. So we are going to continue the lawsuit here. We're gonna bring a second one and then we're gonna bring a federal lawsuit and we're going to take a very good look at whether we bring this nationally. We certainly are going to bring it here and in Wisconsin. Quite possibly, we'll do a national lawsuit and really expose the corruption of the Democrat Party. After all this plays out and drags through the courts to no avail, he will be dragged out and sent to Florida. But in that time, he will have firmly established this narrative in the minds of tens of millions of people, creating for them a potent and powerful political alternative to Washington that is loyal only to Donald J. Trump. That is far more frightening to me than the political games he's playing at the moment. This is the end of Donald Trump's presidency, but he can control what happens next. And with Magistan in his sights, he's already begun his next primetime show. So be warned and thanks for listening.
Maya Culpa is brought to you by LSJ Media and Audio Up in association with Midas Touch, and it's hosted by me, Michael Cohen, produced by Audio Up by Jimmy Jelnick and executive producer Jared Gustad. And it's edited by Tyler Dawson.